and we're back with another episode of On The Couch with your host, Sharice. On The Couch is your go-to weekly exploration of all things lifestyle, psychology and relationships. Each episode, we'll tackle real-life situations and explore mental health in a relatable way, with special guests along the way, as well as some solo reflective sessions, it's sure to be a welcome break from any lengthy self-help book. Do you find it difficult to fall asleep? Maybe you wake up early and then can't sleep again. I've always been lucky that I've been able to fall asleep with ease. However, during my late 20s, my own insomnia kicked into gear. Constant worry about deadlines and Sunday night fears of returning to work. I was like a living zombie during my commuter days. Thankfully, I've been able to get back on track with my sleep and have some handy tips to help you achieve well-earned rest despite a busy lifestyle. So let's talk exactly about what insomnia is. In basic terms, insomnia relates to trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, or falling back asleep. Remarkably, most Brits deal with chronic stress and exhaustion. Insomnia is the world's most common sleep disorder. In fact, 36% of UK adults struggle with their sleep on at least one night a week. What's more, nearly half of the UK have trouble falling asleep once a month, and one in five of us have trouble falling asleep every single night. That's a lot of sleepless nights. Looking deeper, statistics show that women have more trouble falling asleep at night than men, and people aged 45 to 54 struggle the most when it comes to falling asleep. So let's look a little bit deeper into the different types of insomnia. There are two main types. The first is transient acute, while the second is chronic acute. Transient acute insomnia usually lasts less than three months and is resolved on its own without treatment. Meanwhile, chronic insomnia can last a minimum of three months, and occurs three to four more days per week. Chronic insomnia doesn't tend to go away on its own, but it does respond well to certain types of treatment. Chronic insomnia is likely to be caused as a result of negative psychological associations with bedtime. Insomnia can also be linked to adjustment issues. In truth, most of us suffer from this at one time or another. Adjustment insomnia is difficulty sleeping as a result of a major lifestyle change, just as moving house, starting a new job, or a breakdown in personal friendships or relationships. Strangely, this can happen whether the transition you're going through is positive or negative. A positive such as having a baby can cause it, like while a bereavement can also result in the same outcome. Stress, anxiety, and lack of familiarity are all also underlying factors of adjustment insomnia. Over the past 18 months, the difficulties thrown at us as a result of the COVID pandemic has seen an increase in people experiencing this type of insomnia. Financial worries, isolation and loneliness all play a part in stress anxiety. But the good news is that this type of insomnia usually resolves itself once you've adapted to the changes in your life. So what about self-inflicted insomnia? Ever regretted that late night coffee or broken sleep after a boozy night out? Well, you've experienced firsthand the effects of drug-induced insomnia. Drug-induced insomnia can be caused by certain medications, alcohol and drugs. Insomnia symptoms often occur during withdrawal from alcohol, cannabis and from many prescribed medicines such as antidepressants. Comorbid insomnia is a type of insomnia that is related to other health issues or medical conditions such as depression, menopause, chronic pain, 
cardiovascular disease and endocrine disorders. Sleep onset insomnia is another form of insomnia and a common form at that. This is as a result of having an overactive brain. Have you ever gotten into bed and been flooded with various thoughts? This usually happens when a person allows themselves to fully unwind in bed rather than trying to fall asleep straight away. So the majority of causes for insomnia are due to life events rather than physical illness like stress and anxiety, or even self-inflicted reasons like drugs, alcohol, watching TV and playing on our phones before bedtime. These actions can trick our body into wanting to stay active rather than going to sleep. Not allowing your body to fully rest results in hyperactivity of the central nervous system. This can be caused by an exaggerated response to stress by the body, which remains at a hypervigilant state, making it difficult to sleep. My personal favourite method in promoting better sleep and overall well-being is constructive rest pose. Although it may sound complicated, it's actually easy to do and doesn't require any equipment. Constructive rest pose calms the body and mind and balances emotions. It's a great self-care practice that can improve posture and release tensions in the body. You can do it any time throughout the day. You just need to set aside 5 to 20 minutes at some point during the day and away you go. I personally aim to do around 30 minutes prior to bedtime. This just lets my body know it's time to prepare for rest. The primary position is to lie down on your back. I recommend using a firm but padded surface. Your head can be supported by a book or a firm pillow. Then put your feet in line with your hip socket, knees apart, pointing towards the ceiling. Let your hands rest on your stomach, chest or hips, whichever feels most comfortable. You may experience some resistance or discomfort. Just try not to move. Breathe in and then out. Four counts in, pause and then six counts out. This will help release the muscles and relax the mind and body as a whole. If constructive rest isn't for you, then there's some other helpful tips to promote a restful sleep. Number one, get into a healthy routine. Firstly, set a specific time to wake up and go to sleep every day. I like to wake up at 6am and have a fixed bedtime of 10.30pm. Listen to your body and experiment with what works best for you. Two, make sure your bedroom is at a right temperature. Statistically, the most optimum temperature is between 15 and 20 degrees. Three, where possible, ensure you can block out any street lights, sunlight or unwanted light. Bright lights can make it difficult in not only falling asleep, but staying asleep. Four, stop self-inflicting. Whether it's drinking alcohol, coffee or even smoking, there are a number of ways to damage your sleep pattern and quality. These are just a few. Five, make your bedroom your safe space. Try and ensure that your bedroom is a relaxing escape from the worries of day-to-day life, whether it's removing any work-related material, tech or reminders, or just decluttering the space you sleep in. Six, ditch the tech. Technology we use on a day-to-day basis, such as TVs, laptops and smartphones, emit blue light, which makes it difficult for our brains and minds to switch off at night. Seven, watch your diet. Avoid refined sugars and heavy meals before bedtime. Almonds, kiwi fruit and chamomile tea have all been found to promote better sleep. With all that said, if you're still having trouble sleeping after using some of these tips, it's essential to seek medical advice and have a word with your GP, pharmacist or nurse practitioner. That's it for this week's episode of On The Couch. To keep up to date and ensure that you never miss an upload, be sure to subscribe. 
for all things therapy related or simply to get in touch with any questions about the show, head over to shariceamusa.com.